Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. The following is rated MA. Some people may find it offensive. It contains language, adult themes and immature content, as well as fart jokes. There will be lots of fart jokes. Listener discretion is advised. You've been warned. It never stops in the great game of rugby league. We stumble from controversy to controversy every week. There's always something to talk about. There's always something to argue about and something to entertain us. This week, it's rules, interpretations and the timing of it. You've heard the fours, you've heard the against, you've made up your mind, good on you. We're not here to preach, we're not here to convince, I'm here to talk footy and talk with some of the best in the business. So take your mind off high tackles and more funkin' six agains, let's talk footy on the Weekly Wodge. Want to win an unfiltered trucker's hat? Go to Apple, Spotify or wherever you're listening and subscribe to the podcast. Then simply give us a five-star rating and review. Write whatever you want, we don't care, it's the stars that matter. Funniest weekly review wins the prize. Simple. That's how easy it is to win. There's a winner every week. This week's winner is Rowan Brody. What about this for a review? Listening to Andy Raymond Unfiltered is as relaxing as lying on a cloud, nude, eating grapes. Only joking, I don't like grapes. Five stars from this cumulus naturalist. That is a beauty. Thanks, Rowan. Thanks for the review, for the five stars, and perhaps for being the loosest unit to ever post a review. You win the cap. Proof, it really doesn't matter what you write as long as you do and give the five-star treatment while you're there. It helps us. We really, really appreciate it. Make it stand out like Rowan. You could win the cap. Possible topics this week to get our attention. Shoelaces, the over and under theory. What's your favourite tyre tread? Or simply just give it to a mate who always and only gets four legs in a five-leg multi. Just an idea. Make it stand out. You may win. Everyone's got that one team. Either you don't like them, you don't cop them, or you just, for whatever reason, you consider them your rival. Everyone. And anyone who says otherwise is full of shit. Nothing like putting a bloke on the spot, but Sharks captain Wade Graham has lobbed. Who's your biggest rival and why? Oh, I've probably got a few teams, to be honest. Um, probably, well, Penner for a long time. I had a chip on my shoulder playing Penner, obviously, the old club. Yep. Um, I suppose that's sort of, that's probably tempered in the, um, the last couple of years. Um, I don't know why, but I probably, I suppose from an individual point of view, maybe I've gotten over it after all these years. Yeah. And maybe that's why it doesn't, it doesn't sort of, you know, that, that would be sort of the first game on the calendar I'd look up was when we were playing Penrith, especially, you know, 2011, 12, 13, 14, those years where I'd sort of just left and was still yeah. transitioning across. Um, the Dragons, um, just because I didn't understand the history between St. George and Cronulla being a Penrith boy. I didn't really understand the rivalry 
until I got to the club. And yep. then, you know, hearing the old players and um, seeing how much the community it means to the community and seeing how much it means to the fans, you just can't help but um, love that rivalry and playing that game. And it's one of those games, an honest game, where it doesn't matter who's coming, if you're coming first, one team's coming first and the other team's coming 16th. You know, that all goes out the window and it's a, it's a rivalry. You get out there and you know it's going to go down to the wire um, and you know the fans, whichever whichever team wins, the fans have the bragging rights for the 12 months and you know that's what they're talking about at Backyard Barbecues. You know that's what they're, they're talking about when they see each other. So, yeah, that's, a, that's always a good game. And, of course, Melbourne. You can't have a grand final against a team. Um, and we played a lot in that period. I feel like 2015, 2016, 2017, we, we played against each other a lot. Yep. And it was always, there was always shit in the game. Yes. It was always pretty brutal. Um, and they were just fun games to be in, right? It was really almost like, um, not at our own, almost like club footy, growing up club footy. There was, yep. in, there was intense. You could tell there was animosity between the players. And yeah. it was, it was good. It was good to be a part of. And, that never spilled out off the field, but what, it was always you knew when it was going on, it was going to kick off, and uh, that was good fun to be a part of. I suppose it's a little bit different now when we play Melbourne because we don't have a lot of guys in the team with that history, so that's sort yep. of tempered down a bit as, as well. So I think that's where the rivalry grows, certainly modern rivalries, is when you play teams over a number of years in big games and yeah. get different results against each other. That's where, that's where they grow, and if you can manage to keep the same core players at each club, well, you get a couple of years of of golden time like the Manly and Melbourne rivalry from um, the early 2000s was a cracker a huge shout out to our sponsors these are the guys that have jumped on board to support us our message support those that support us to keep unfiltered going and growing Griffin Air Conditioning the best of the best servicing the Sydney metro area and Galaxy Finance for all your financial needs, concerns or questions. Both companies are offering special deals for Unfiltered listeners. Contact them, tell them you heard about them on Unfiltered, they will sort you 100%. Their details are on our website, andyraymondunfiltered.com.au. You're listening to Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Want to be part of the team? We have both corporate and private sponsorship packages available. You set the terms. Check out the website at andyraymondunfiltered.com.au or send an email to Terry, that's with an I, at andyraymondunfiltered.com.au. 14 State of Origins for our guest debuting back in 2016. Tyson Frizzell, what do you remember about your first game in blue? Uh, first thing I can remember is, is getting a, a, a late call-up, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Wade Graham was was named to play in the side and uh, he was suspended, I think, probably the day before he was going to go into camp and yep. um, he had to wait for the judiciary to happen and then, um, yeah, end up he ended up getting yeah, suspended and then I got the late call up and then come into the side. So um, it happened pretty quickly, but I remember getting the phone call and um, from Laurie and then telling my parents and and then going into camp and, the first thing I remember is um, running out uh, onto the field at, at Suncorp and mm. um, just having a big smile on my face, just running out there and thinking how good this is. Like, yeah, this opportunity doesn't does come very often, and this could be my last game ever. You know what I mean? Like, um, 
Wade was named in the side. He could probably be back next week yeah. and continue um, his career. But um, yeah, so I just remember going out there, enjoying every moment, and especially remembering that five minutes that I got before the start of the game to be out there and enjoying the crowd was probably a, a special moment um, I can remember. And the rest of the game is pretty much a blur. Um, yeah, but that five minutes before the game was was very um, memorable. Mate, we always hear about how much faster it is. No doubt about that. Is it actually more physical as well? Oh, I think everything is just a lot more harder. So yeah, uh, yeah, you could probably say it's a lot more physical, but but definitely, yeah, it it is a lot more faster and and it is physical. I think guys are a lot more athletic. I'm not saying that back in the day it wasn't, but you just see everyone is in top nick shape. Um, yeah, and, and the way it probably the games kind of gone everyone sort of leaned up a little bit more and it is a lot quicker like they said they brought the smaller guy into the game and and even the smaller guys aren't so little anymore they're Mm. usually jacked up and they might be short but they're they're very they're very built so um yeah i guess you can say that the physical side is probably um maybe dipped a little bit but 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 not so much under fatigue any kind of contact is is very is very hard you would have grown up watching the great origins with one-on-one stinks and brawls, but we're not allowed to do that now. We've got to be, we've got to be good kids. Just once in a New South Wales jersey, would it be nice to start throwing them just like the good old days? Because you're living your childhood dream. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think yeah, you can say yeah. I sort of mess that up for, for everyone. Yes. But, um, I guess you saw a little bit of it. In game, I think it was game two with Payne and um, yeah, Tino. Yeah, and Tino. So, oh mate, I've never been much of a fighter. I, I love the physical, um, you know, side side of the game, and um, I do thrive on that. But in terms of emotion, and um, I guess I've learned to have no emotion, kind of thing, yeah. within within a game, and just get the job done and, and do what you need to do and. I guess if it was to ever happen, uh, you'd let it happen. I wouldn't go be, I wouldn't be going chasing for it. You never know. Um, you know, I wouldn't want to. I'd, I'd rather not be on highlights for the wrong reason. Let's just say that in origin, I'd rather be in there for doing something good. And um, yeah, I don't know how taking chances in um, in a stinking in an origin. Uh, great answer. Thanks for the chat, mate. Talk soon. Hey, Jonas. Origin time not far away. We'll chat with Origin stars, both current and former, over the next few months and relive some of the celebrations and also frustrations. What I'm keen to find out, though, is between club teammates, how personal does State of Origin get? Damien Cook has dropped in nine games for the Blues, mate. What's it like coming back to Redfern, back to clubland after playing a Rabbitohs teammate in Origin? Is it a bit frosty to start with? Um, it- I think there's a bit of a mutual respect that we don't sort of talk about it too much, uh, whoever's won the game, and we, especially between Gags and myself. Uh, he taught me all about origin and playing against your mates at club level from game one. Um, when I got selected and I knew he got selected, I sent him a message just to say congrats. Um, he was well aware that I was selected as well because it was in our group WhatsApp, but he um, he ignored the message and didn't reply. Uh, so that's yeah. where I... I knew where it was at, and um, I respected that, and I liked it too. So we hardly ever we, – we didn't speak across the whole Origin series, uh, obviously after games, a quick chat, but other than that, we didn't speak to each other. And, um, 
you know, look, it's for some reason that they're the players you sort of look for when you when you're out there as well. I know Jaden Still was playing. Um, we obviously got into, not no no fights or obviously anything, but we uh, we came um, head to head a couple of times, and um, I was sort of almost testing him a little bit too to see how he'd react, and um, almost got a bite out of him a couple of times. <laughs> so it was uh, it's it's good fun, uh, but for some reason you you you're looking to get get a good shot on him or get something over him in that game. Um, I, I don't know why, but <laughs> you, you try to get your mates, but um, but that's just how it is, I think, in, in that game. It's an amazing beast state of origin that can turn mates into mortal enemies for the best part of six weeks. Um, is it the teammates back in clubland that haven't been a part of origin that are the shit stirrers, that – if you and Gagai walk in and are sitting across the dressing room from each other on the Thursday after the game, it'll be an Adam Reynolds or a, um, uh, a Sam or Tom Burgess that, that starts the G-ups? Yeah, definitely. Sam was, was good for it too, uh, and Adam Reynolds, so you probably nailed it there with those two. Uh, but, yeah, that we'd, um, we'd sort of have the mutual respect to just leave it where it was and, and not not really talk about it. Might talk about some points of the game and stuff, but never really, you know, walk in... You know, come gotcha. You know, yeah. one nil or anything like that. Um, but um, yeah, it was definitely the other guys that would uh, would try and get a bite out of both of us or try and turn each other uh, turn us on each other. So, but now nah, we're, we're pretty good like that. Good luck in Origin, mate. Thanks, mate. Round eleven of the comp this week. It signals the date where clubs can use players outside of their contracted top thirty. With injury and suspension, cruelling rosters, perhaps more players per club will be needed than ever before. Our social media question this week, who from your club outside of the top 30 would you like to see fast-tracked into first grade? A heap of responses, a heap of good ones. Here's just some of the thoughts. The crew from League Hub say, I'd love to see Hodgson and Young on the edge for my nights. I think they're both in the top 30. But we need something new on our edge. Terry Gordy says, Jacob Arthur already in before the deadline. Did well on debut. I can't see anyone outside the Eels top 30 cracking a spot unless disaster strikes. Go the mighties. Hassam Hamden says, I hope my Bulldogs are stacked outside the 30. Promote them all and now nothing to lose. Keep your chin up, legend. It's got to turn at some stage. Really cool one from Craig Walker. He says, a few of our successful juniors have moved into first grade already, but the progression and the conversion from successful ball and flag sides a few years ago has been surprisingly limited. No one outside our 30 in line presently, Craig talking about his sharkies. Make sure you're following us on socials to have your say and perhaps be included in future discussions. Want to know what's coming up on the podcast? Well, stalk us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at The Andy Raymond. Share the love and share the posts. Kebra Park State High School and their rugby league program basically second to none. In recent years, they've almost perfected the art of recruitment and then progression that has seen so many of their students move into NRL footy post-school. One of those guys is the Gold Coast Tanner Boyd. You played 2016 and 17 in the school side. You won one, lost one in terms of Australian finals. What is it about the Kiber Park system that is just so damn good? Um, it's the it's the training, the, the early mornings, um, 
the group that you have, you start um, in the beginning of the year and you, you go through those early mornings together and the hard trainings and um, you're in class all the time together. And um, yeah, it's, it's definitely the bonds that you have at, at Kiba and um, we do a lot of training, a lot of hard training at Kiba and, um, you know, but for that 2016 team, we had a lot of big names like um, to rattle off a few, you had Dave Fafida, Tom McAley, um, uh, Connolly Lamello, he's at the Cowboys. Yep. Um, yeah, there's there's heaps. So, um, and then the year after, we only had two NRL players. So, um, I I always think um, that 2017 was the best team. I love I love yeah. that team because from grade eight all the way through. So, um, but yeah, the keeper is pretty special in a way that just um, how the bonds you create at that school and the mateships you have. Um, that that's why I think that keeper is so good. Who were the guys that stood out as junior footballers that you were with? The one or two that you looked at even back then and thought, yep, he's going to be a superstar. Yeah, definitely uh, Dave Fafita and, and Payne. I played a lot with with Dave um, and some of the things he used to do were just ridiculous, you know. Um, uh, he could just beat anyone um, without even trying. Mm. He, he, he had the pace, he has the strength, he's got the skill. Um, and he's as aggress- he's aggressive as anything. So um, yeah, he, he's got he's got it all. But um, Payne, he's he was amazing too. How fit he was! Um, he'd win all the conditioning at, at school, and wow. and he still. So um, yeah, he, he's an animal. Um, but yeah, it was definitely them two growing growing up, and yeah, they're, they're special players. Dave joining you now on the Gold Coast. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it's pretty. It's bittersweet, really. You know, I played from grade eight all the way through and we played a lot of footy together. He was always my, my back rower. Yep. So um, to have him back now and um, him only, I'm seeing him every day again. It's, it's pretty special. And, um, yeah, I love having him around now. And, um, yeah, we, we catch up a fair bit now, so it's good. Good luck, young fella. Thanks for dropping in. Cheers, mate. This is the Weekly Watch. Joining us, North Queensland hooker Reese Robson, who did his apprenticeship with the Dragons underneath Cameron McGuinness, mate. What did you learn from Cam? I learned a bit from Cam. Um, obviously, he's a great player and a great number nine. But, um, yeah, I think one of the biggest things I picked out from him is just his work ethic at training and that. He trains his ass off. And, um, yeah, he's, I saw I obviously took a fair bit out of that just coming into the NRL system. With him there, sort of leading the way with his training, I sort of tried to just um, do the best I could and try and compete with him, which sort of I think sort of helped help me um, through the preseason a bit. Just um, yeah, knowing what I had to get to and gave me a sort of a goal of where my fitness and that all sort of needed to be. Just sort of learning off him. Mate, he's got a good rep. A lot of the boys say he's just the complete professional. Is that how you found him? Yeah, he was he took it very seriously and. Um, that's what I was sort of trying to get to with um, when I first came into the NRL system, yep. just seeing how he acted day in, day out around the training, just sort of gave me sort of where I needed to get to. Do you consider yourself similar or different as a footballer from Cameron? Because, mate, to be honest, I'm confused. I can see a whole lot of similarities, but I can see also a whole lot of differences. Um, yeah. Oh, it's a, <laughs> a bit of 
tough question, I guess. Um, yeah, no, I sort of similar to you. I think I think in a lot of ways I'm um, pretty similar to Cam. Like he's a great defender and um, he works his ass off. He's a workhorse. Yeah. So I think in some ways I I try to do a bit of that. Um, and then yeah, as you sort of said, in other ways we do things a little bit differently mm-hmm. as well. And um, either way, I'm not sure, but um, yeah sort of from how I feel as a footballer, you pretty much summed it up. There's a few things I do very similar to him and then a few things where we're uh, completely different. So sort of changes from game to game, I guess. You played your 20s footy with Saints and you impressed big time, mate. Plenty of other guys from that side have progressed to the NRL too. It was a good little 20s system you had going there, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. We had a good team there. It was a I sort of... Still think back and feel like we're a bit unlucky. Yeah. We weren't unlucky. We just didn't perform well enough. But um, I think we had the team to go the whole way and just didn't do it. But um, no, we did have a good side there for a couple of years. So Your debut was against Melbourne, round 9, 2018. A debut against Cameron Smith, mate. That's the stuff dreams are made of for a young hooker, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Leading up the week, I probably wasn't thinking like that. I was thinking, yeah. oh, I could have had an easier team. But, but no, certainly when you think back, um, what's it called? Obviously, that sort of, that year, that um, round and that the Dragons were going very well. So um, I was lucky enough to only come in the last 10 minutes, but got the win over them. But um, yeah, to um, come up against, obviously, a childhood hero, Cameron Smith, um, was unreal. Um, just, just to shake his hand after the game, I was pretty stoked with. <laughs> what are your fondest memories of that afternoon? Oh, I think um, I always liked playing at Jubilee, yeah. um, even though it's got the two um, home grounds of obviously um, Wynn Stadium. I always would rather play at Jubilee. And I think because um, living in Cronulla, I had a few of my mates all come around and mum and dad yeah, cool. come watch the game. So that was all all really good. And um yeah, pretty much just be able to say I'd made my NRL debut was probably one of the biggest highlights and get the win. I bet. Mate, as a young hooker, did you or have you seen much of the old school scrums back in the day on video? And and if so, what were your thoughts when sort of, you know, there were loose arms and feet across and headbutts and you're actually hooking for the ball? Yeah, no, I have seen a bit of that. Just watching, actually, like old origin tape things we used to always watch and, um, just the likes of like the cattle dog and that yes. sort of calls. I'm probably, probably, probably glad that's sort of not around for me. I'd probably get flogged, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, um, it is good to watch certainly and see how tough they were back in the day. Dino Young was at the Dragons as a pathway and an assistant coach as well. Smart fella, smart footballer, played a lot of hooker. Did he have much to do with your development? He did. Um, what's it called? Um, he was good, Dino. Actually. I'm going to have him up here this year with yeah. the cows, so um, so that'll be good. Um, you know, he sort of took care of the um, more defensive side of things at, yep. as the assistant coach at Dragons, and that's sort of where I learnt more um, of him there on the defensive sort of side of things. He sort of used to help me a lot defensively and um, do a fair bit of video with me and try and improve that side of my game a lot. So um, that's sort of some of the big things I learnt from um, Dino and try to take away from what he taught me was more my defensive side of the game. Thanks for dropping in, mate. Hope to chat soon. Cheers, mate. Thanks for having me. A cracking legend series interview this week with one of the game's finest, arguably the toughest to have ever laced a boot. I sat down for an hour with the legendary Ray Price. It is a must listen. When, when I go to this magic ground, 
I'm going into the box, yep. uh, into the room, and I'm going to introduce myself to every player because stupid Smith, the coach, yep. we said to him when New, uh, Newcastle beat him in the grand final, mm. we said, mate, we know exactly what Newcastle are going to do. Yep. We can win this. We can help you win this grand final. My blakes wouldn't even know who you people are. Was that the response? That's what he said to me. I said, mate, when I went to a club, I learned the history of the club. Yeah. You learn the names of the players. You're a dead shit. Mm. And I said... You'll never win a grand final as long as your ass points to the ground. And he didn't. No. Well, how could he? He's well, short syndrome. Was that insulting? Well, it was insulting because, you know, Parramatta, we've won four grand finals. I've played in eight grand finals out of 11 years. Mm. But they, they don't want our help. We want to help them, but they don't want our help. The Legends series, I love it. I hope you do too. At any time, you can go back and listen to a Legends series interview. Actually, any of our podcasts, all are timeless. So it doesn't matter when you listen to them, even though you may not have heard them when they first came out. They're timeless. They're ready for you for when you're ready. Next week on the Legends series, Darius Boyd, like you have never, ever heard before. As a footballer, where were your best? Wing? Fullback, centre, 5'8". I definitely wouldn't say 5'8". Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I think fullback. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was lucky enough to learn off a couple of great ones. Obviously, Carmichael early in my years in, in yep. Brisbane and um, and then Billy through you know, Origin and Rep, rep Jumpers, Rep Teams. Mm. Um, and as you get older, you get you know, smarter and the game changes. And um, I like to think, yeah, I contributed a fair amount of my best games at, at fullback. Um, and saying that, I, I was always proud of – being versatile because, you know, if I wasn't able to play different positions, I probably would have never had a rep career. Yeah. Um, you know, Carmichael was playing a bit of fullback, then Billy really took that um, jersey for probably 10 years. Mm. Um, I took over for uh, 12 months while he was injured. and He went all right, didn't he? Yeah, Slater. he pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I was always proud of myself being able to play different positions. I started on the wing, you know, played a lot of centre, and eventually moved to fullback. And then later in my career, went back to centre, a bit of 5'8", mm. and... And wing and rep, most rep games. So, yeah, I was always proud of my um, versatility and obviously also my longevity too. I felt like I you know, played a lot of games mm. in my career and um, I was very proud of that as well. I want to try and find out a little bit more about the four Englishmen at the Canberra Raiders. Currently playing in the NRL, Josh Hodson, Ryan Sutton, Elliot Whitehead and little Georgie Williams. Who better to ask than their former teammate to try and get a little bit of dirt, a little bit of shit on some of them? So I've got Johnny Bateman on the podcast this week. Welcome, mate. I'd like to find out the one thing that you like and the one thing that you don't like about each of your former English teammates. We're basically asking you to sledge them. What's the good and the bad of Ryan? The good and the bad of Ryan? Um... His missus tells him what to do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's, and he's a good lad, so he'll help you out with all of always, He'll always help you out, but then that's if he's allowed to help you out. <laughs> <laughs> what about Elliot? He was uh, he was the first one out here and the leader of the pack, wasn't he? 
Um, Elliot, yeah, well, good and bad. Elliot's, I, I've been close with Elliot since I was a kid. I, I've been, he's like my big brother to the fair. He's always looked after me, but he's, a sel- he's selfish. <laughs> if he's, if Elliot, if Elliot's finished somewhere, if Elliot, if you're having food with Elliot, he's going. Like, you could, be, you could be on your starters and Elliot's standing up and he's like, Elliot, what are you doing? And you're like, mate, you're taking piss. Like, sit down. Like, he's, got, he's getting off. Like, he's not waiting for you. What about little Georgie? Georgie. Mm, I've not got anything bad on Georgie, I don't think. His big nose. <laughs> 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 bad for him. Like I think I try to think for him and yeah, probably be, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know to be fair, he's a good lad, Georgie. Yeah. I haven't really got much much dirt on Georgie if I'm honest here. I'll try and find something out. For two years you haven't been able to say the wrong thing about Josh Hodgson because he's been your captain, but he's not your captain yeah. anymore, so you can unload on him now. Um Good things is a good captain. He's a good bloke. He's a good fella. Um, but bad things, phew. probably them black boots that he wore at weekend. He was absolutely terrible. I texted him saying he looked like James Graham when he used to play in his terrible shit black boots. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he did too well. I texted him saying, "Oh, we guys are pair of them." And he was like, "Shut up, you dickhead." <laughs> yeah, it's nice. I love it. Man of the match, sledging. Always a pleasure catching up, mate. Chat again soon. Cheers, Paul. Thank you. On that note, we're out of here. So are you. Back to the real world we go. Damn it. This weekend is your weekend. Do what you want, when you want. As long as the missus says it's okay, of course. Don't forget Saturday Arvo. It'll be late, but Ascot's on. Pikey, the Wizard of the West, will be in the saddle in the last. Get on. Go large. Your weekend will be made. Catch you next week, legends.